Hi, I'm Michael Apple. Joining me today is a member of the business community, Emil De Beer. Uh, he's going to be chatting to us about a looming environmental disaster uh, after attempted or successful diesel theft uh, on the Transnet pipeline between Durban and Heidelberg. Uh, Emil, thanks for joining us. And uh, just give us a bit of a background, what you do, where you are and what you've seen. Morning, Michael. Yes, um, thanks for, for having the chance to, to speak to you. I'm just a normal uh, I've, I'm filling stations in and around Harrismith. And uh, what I've seen is just uh, the theft of what, or what took place with this, this diesel. At, uh, it's next to the Mill River, close to Verkekerskop in, in our region. And uh, yeah, it's an absolute disaster. The Mill River joins up with the Volker River close to Harrismith. And the Volga River eventually ends up in the Val River. And all along the Volga River, until you get to the Val River and there onward, is farmers that's using that water to for irrigation and, and, and things like that. So everybody's been affected by this. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully the, the, the spill tech guys can, can clear it up quickly and efficiently. But I think there's so much diesel that's already went into the river that it's not you won't get all of it sorted out. And it's uh, yeah, it's not nice to see. Does this sort of thing happen quite often, Emil? Uh, has it happened a lot that you have attempted theft on the pipeline or tampering with the pipeline? From what I know, this is definitely the second time that this has happened at the same point, and it's a and, and it's a big amount of diesel that's been spilled. You you see from the pictures that I've sent you, they actually use a car jack or something to lift up the big concrete block on top of the the, the building there. And then they put wood uh, pieces of wood underneath to keep it up, and then they'll join uh, those big pipes with the valves. That that pipeline is under an immense pressure. So when they they connect that that pipe to the valves, and then they fill up a link, a big link truck with forty thousand liters of diesel, and they do that very quickly because of all the pressure they have. And obviously, when they were to disconnect this pipe, something went wrong, and they damaged the valve. And uh, they just left it like that and disappeared. So, uh, yeah, there's thousands of liters of diesel that's been spilled there. And if I've got it correct, I think one liter of diesel or oil can contaminate a million liters of water. So the, the type of damage that's taking place here is, is uh, it's, it's large. It's huge. Emil, I want to read from a Transnet statement that came out recently. I, I reached out to them this morning and, and they said they have responded uh, on this. I just want to read a quick portion. It says, in the early hours of Wednesday morning, 9th March 2022, a pressure drop on the multi-product pipeline between Durban and Heidelberg was detected by the Transnet Pipeline's National Control Center. The security tactical teams were dispatched uh, to investigate the incident. It was confirmed there was tampering with a block valve chamber, which resulted in a massive diesel spill into the environment. The emergency teams were immediately deployed uh, to site to contain and recover the product. The diesel also has now migrated to the Mule River and the environmental teams are doing their utmost to contain the contamination. In the past year, Transnet has implemented various security interventions to address fuel theft attempts, which has yielded positive results and reduced the number of incidents by 50% compared to prior years. When you were at the site yesterday did you see the emergency teams on site trying to contain and recover the diesel i, I didn't see them when i was there these pictures were taken prior before um, 
before they even arrived on site. Um, so I don't know at what time they arrived there and if they were prepared for such a, uh, a big spill such as the one that, that took place now. But I reckon they'll be prepared and, and they'll try and do it. But it just doesn't stop there with diesel. And this is now from experience that I've had in the past. Diesel is not something, you're not going to clean it up today and tomorrow the mess is gone. The, it needs to be, there needs to be ongoing um, intervention with that with that piece of, how can I say, land and where that river runs. It's going to take time. It's going to take a year or six or seven months before all the grass and everything starts growing again. So this is not something that Transnet can just send a team out for a day and sort it out. But I, I reckon they will know what to do and how to treat a situation like this. This is just something that the public and what I think is everybody should just know. There's obviously a market for this diesel. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about the, the black market uh, for, for diesel. What's yeah, your experience and, and with that? And on the N3, there's a lot of trucks passing by and there's always trucks standing next to the road that's where people are siphoning diesel from and buying diesel and selling cheaper diesel. So wherever the public comes in and you see that you are able to buy diesel at one rand fifty or two rand a litre, cheaper than at a normal filling station, the red light should go on and you should start asking yourself, how is this person possible to sell it so much cheaper than anyone else? And and we should make sure that we as, as, as public, as the public don't create a market for that. So I know it's not, probably nice to save 150 or 100 rand on a tank of fuel, but if you see what's happening on the other side where you create the market, then you will definitely not do it. As somebody who is in uh, and has numerous filling stations, is that something you are consistently aware of, um, that there is this black market out there? How, how do you combat it exactly? Oh, you can't really combat it because you, you cannot, you cannot com com compete against those prices. Um, you buy your fuel from, um, from oil companies at, a, at, at the national list price, and, and, and that's the price that you pay for fuel. You can't, you can't buy it two rand cheaper or three rand cheaper. So when those guys come into the market and they start selling cheaper than you, you just need to take it on the chin. And, and we can report it to, um, to the Department of Minerals and Energy. And, and uh, if you see someone or you're aware of someone that's selling it at those prices and, and where there's a black market, and they'll investigate it. But it's also not something that's, that you're going to stop overnight. You know, it's... Um, uh, these guys know where to operate and if they've sold 50 or 20,000 litres to someone else and it's into his tanks, I will, you know, he's, not, he's just going to make more profit. Speaking of taking it on the chin, uh, while I've got you on the line, uh, South Africans are going to feel some, some pain at the pump, I suspect, come the first Wednesday of next month. Um, the, the oil price is going up as much as they have. Uh, what are your thoughts? How high could, could petrol go? Is, or is that an unfair question to you? No, I think we should just understand how the petrol price is made up. About a 50% or half of the price, let's say it's 21 rand a litre now. So 10 rand 50 or 12 rand of that is the actual price of the fuel. The rest is made up out of taxes and, 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 and levies and things. So... If the price goes up by 30 or 40 percent, it's only the, the, the 11 rand, the actual cost of the fuel that can go up by 30 or 40 percent. So I, I think we'll, it'll stop somewhere around 25 to 27 rand 
a liter. I can't see it going much higher. And then soon after that, uh, things will start to normalize because if, if there's no market for fuel, um, eventually or it gets too expensive for people and they start doing other things. Uh, it's all about um, demand and, and uh, what's it? Uh, demand and supply. Demand and supply. And uh, and if, uh, if, uh, if it's too expensive, people will just stop using it like anything else. I can already see, I've had, just to tell you something, I've had incidents on my filling station which I've never seen in my life over the last uh, two weeks. I probably had five customers, young ladies with small cars that comes into my office and screams at me and says, your pumps aren't working. And they literally fill up with 100 Rand. And for 100 Rand now, you get 4.6 liters of fuel. So they drive the car until yeah, there's man. only nine days left to go. And then they fill up with 4.6 liters and the gauge doesn't lift. And they come in and they just don't understand that that's actually what's happening. And uh, yeah, yeah, we also sell a, a filling stations. It's difficult for us. We get our margins, uh, our profits per liter. And you get guys that he's only going to fill up with 500 rand a week. If he you used to buy, you used to sell 25 liters to him. Now you're only selling 20 or 19 liters to him. And he makes it work with that 500 rand. doesn't matter how slow he goes or... So it affects everyone. Our industry is also suffering because of it. The headlines are 40 rand a litre coming. Are you saying, okay, South Africa, just take it a little easier? Yeah, well, I can't see that happening so quickly. Um, it'll be bad, but I don't I don't think it will be. It'll go there. Not that soon. Um, we're going from, yeah. If, if we go from excuse from from 65 rand a barrel to 130 rand a barrel that means the the cost of fuel has doubled so that'll take worst case will take us to 30 rand a liter and um, if 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 the rand is strong like now or stays where it is the, i don't think the effects will be too bad emil you know i saw i saw somebody saying yesterday that there's been at least in Gauteng, an increase in people uh, filling up and and driving away. Have you had incidents of that? Yeah, we do get incidents of that. It happens. It's um, yeah, it's a difficult thing. Is that a sign to... of the times? Yeah, it's. Uh, they they say you. I've, I've, I don't know if you've seen the WhatsApp going around. If you fill up for the th- for a, for a thousand eight hundred rand, you drive off. You, six months later, you go to court and you get a fine for a thousand rand. So you save eight fifty. So <laughs> I think sometimes that's the mentality. Um, but it's happened to us as well, and, and we we're very aware of it. And the tenants are trying to, um, to to manage it best as they can. But when it happens to you, it happens so quickly. There's nothing that you can do. Well, tough times all around. And uh, Emil uh, De Beer, thank you so much for sending on those photos to us and making us aware of the situation there. Uh, it's something we're going to keep looking at and, and reach out to Transnet to see how that uh, that cleanup or that mop-up recovery process is going. And as you say, diesel is not something you just quickly mop up. It's It's got knock-on effects for, for months to come. Appreciate your time. Thank you.